Hey everyone, uh, before we get started today, we just had a quick message. Uh, we are going to be going from a bi-weekly schedule to a monthly schedule. So is bi-weekly is every two weeks or is it twice a week? I've never, I've never been able to clear that up. I don't actually know. It's, we should just say twice a month. Twice? Twice a, mo yeah. a month. There you go. There you go, listeners. <laughs> There's some information for your ears. Once a month. Try to figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, we, you know, when we started this thing, we were all in the same room around the same like crappy microphone, as you might notice from the audio quality from the early episodes. Uh, and now we're split in three separate cities across like an eight hour time difference in like two different countries. So it's a little bit harder to schedule. Um, but we're still going to still be doing the show. Everything's going to remain the same, uh, the same dumb goofs that you're, that you've come to love probably, hopefully, but just, uh, half as frequently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like anybody, you know, like anything crazy you know like nobody's in trouble with the law or anything i mean like you know everything's fine look that's there's a reason that you left the country no there isn't shut shut the fuck oh. up <laughs> oh sorry sorry all right so anyway um love love you <laughs> enjoy this episode we made for you it's really good it's not <laughs> and music Hey, welcome to Story, the podcast where we take one piece of media and transform it into another. Today we're going to be taking classic kids' board games and turning them into other things, like movies or TV shows. It's going yeah. to be great. Or something else. Or something yeah. else. Yeah, or other board games and for adults. Adult or, board games. Or video games. Any, anything. Books. Some other kind books. of game is what we're saying. We're going to turn it into another <laughs> kind of game. We should probably not do that, actually. So if anybody has not turned this off so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we haven't isolated or alienated half of our audience, which is 30 people. Just, uh, just uh, yeah, the, the 33 of the 60 people who regularly listen to the show just went, what the fuck, and turned it off. Like, to be fair, though, they probably made it through the Kellogg Cinematic Universe episode. So mm, I don't know if anybody made it This probably going to be fine for them. <laughs> I didn't make it through that. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's kind I of true. You actually episode. did have some sort of technical issue, and you were out of the episode for a while. So, um, oh, yeah. but anyway, uh, yeah, board games. Operation. We're going to yeah. turn Operation into something. Probably a horror film. Now, that would make sense. So there's there's a couple of options, right? We can turn it into like a horror film. We can turn it into some sort of like Grey's Anatomy style serialized medical drama. Uh, but I guess we need to figure out what perspective are we coming at this? Are we coming at this from the like, guy on the, the operating table with the buzzing red nose? Or what? is is like... There's also know. the option of turning it into a comedy starring Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> so so Steve Carell would definitely play the guy on the operating table. He looks exactly like him. That's true. Yeah, he has the exact same haircut. <laughs> I want to Photoshop a red nose onto Steve Carell now and see if I'm right. I bet you could just print out Steve Carell's face and just sort of like punch a hole on his nose so that the red buzzer can stick through and then you'll have a whole new game. That seems like a lot more trouble than just photoshopping it. <laughs> I guess. I guess you'd have to first own a copy of this game. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, you know, who knows if it's even can you even buy Operation anymore? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So we should probably explain the game for uh, you know, millennials uh, who haven't heard of it. No, they play they, they play these things at like uh, coffee shops that have them because they're because they're ironic. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Last time I went into like yeah. you know a coffee shop, I just keep it that <laughs> noise in the background. But we should definitely explain it anyway. Then they use the tweezers to to smoke a doobie. <laughs> oh, 
a legal doobie. <laughs> like a fucking uh, yeah, roach Yeah, like a roach. Clip. Yeah, they just have a roach clip. <laughs> they use it, oh, yeah. man. Uh, that would be the most fucking amazing thing ever if they're, like, playing Operation and then they go reach down and pick up a fucking doobie. <laughs> fucking well, that's what they're trying table. to get out. One of the things is a smoldering uh, roach. It's they're just using the it as, a, as, like, a holder. God. Yeah. See, this is a, this, now this game is interesting. Now we've captured the hearts and minds of the millennial. Of course. What else? What else? Anyway, what, what else? Would how the, does the Operation show do? work? <laughs> the show yeah, where right. we cynically make fun of everything millennials love. Uh, well, a lot of this stuff is stuff from the '80s that we love too. So, well, we talk about it uh, affectionately, and then make fun yeah, of all the shit point. that's happening these days, which is that's mostly garbage. You... Yeah, it's, it's all garbage. When I was a kid, we had quality board games like Operation. <laughs> yeah, Operation was quality. Uh, so yeah. So Operation, yeah, Operation is a game uh, where you have this like, plastic tray with a printout, like a cardboard printout, laying in it of a man sitting on an operating table, uh, wearing pink boxers with hearts on them. It's very important. And he's got a red nose, which is like a buzzer light, and uh, there are holes in his body, and inside the holes are these little plastic. Uh, pieces like a broken heart or a butterfly or a rib or a charlie horse and uh the edges of the little holes have metal around them right and you have these tweezers that are attached by a wire and do you if you touch the edges if you touch the sides the whole thing is like don't touch the sides uh you, it it buzzes it connects a circuit and it and his nose buzzes in your and you lose and each and this is the thing I didn't know because I never remember actually playing the real rules of the game because when you're a kid you just you just fuck around with it. But there is like you pull cards and they have a a dollar amount and a thing that tells you which piece to pull out. And you, it's, the idea is to make a lot of money, which is like a scathing uh, critique of the American healthcare system. Uh, like well. the bread basket is worth a thousand dollars, etc. That's that's how you play the game. So it's also worth noting that the horse, the Charlie horse, is shaped like a horse. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, there are all sorts of whimsical shapes. Yeah, and uh, and that the guy's name—I just googled this on the internet because I was sure he had a name. His name is Cavity Sam. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to go out and like go on a date and people ask you what your name is and you tell them Cavity Sam? Yeah. <laughs> My friends call me Cavity Sam. Like fuck. He's got holes all in him. Uh, that's the that is literally the best case scenario for a man named Cavity Sam. <laughs> well, I don't think he was called Cavity Sam at birth, Harrison. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that he just he, a lot of cavities appeared because of his illnesses. And uh, <laughs> agree to disagree. Oh, you insensitive fuck. I would have thought that his nickname <laughs> revolved around his giant um, electronic nose that lit up. Yeah, it's, right. it's amazing that 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 they just see right past that and go right for the cavity. <laughs> Well, presumably as well, like the cavities are all covered up by his clothes normally. So, oh, that's true. Do you feel like if he if he like rolls around in bed too much, do you feel like the uh, like all the pieces would just kind of fall out of him? Like he'd wake up the next morning and be like, "Oh fuck, where did I put my uh, my Adam's apple? Shit, it's on the on the, my in my sheets somewhere." Do you think this holes are just open constantly? Oh man, well he's trying to get all that stuff removed. So if it was that easy, oh, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, he's got extras <laughs> or something. Like uh, Cavity oh, Sam gross. has extra Adam's apple. <laughs> And he has to get it taken out along with his extra Charlie horse, which is not really a removable thing. Um, yeah, some of the shapes are like really complicated too. Like the Charlie horse, I guess they put little edges on them so there's little places for the tweezers to to actually grab onto. Uh, but yeah, they make some 
fucking choices of like the ribs are actually they look like like ribs you could buy at, like a barbecue joint you could pick out one of his ribs that has like meat on it oh, <laughs> which man. is fucked up <laughs> it's so weird uh, so this is obviously going to be a romantic comedy about a man who falls in love with his doctor right yeah clearly um you know he's he's got uh either that or it's a it's a romantic comedy about um uh, some sort of auto cannibal um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he getting pieces removed so that he can consume them himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. You could do you do a black comedy about a guy who's uh, who falls in love with a girl who was willing to slowly take parts of him out so he can eat them. Um, oh my god! It's just totally fucked this up. Like, this is some Sundance shit. This is oh, some, yeah, like yeah. Bravo no, this is totally. Well, you know, I mean, it's not maybe funny, but. <laughs> So the dark comedy part is just, <laughs> it's just a, a horror movie. It's, it's a Cronenberg-esque body horror movie. Well, the thing, the thing that you do is you say that it's a black comedy so that you can get away with more. <laughs> that's a really so good like, strategy. You know, I'm sure that that's been employed in real life. The critical scene at the end of the movie where she uh, severs his, his own, his, his, his Johnson and, uh, and, and, <laughs> good and, and he eats it. I don't, rem- I don't remember <laughs> that game piece. <laughs> there at, is a hole a over his junk. There is a hole over his junk for sure. I don't know what goes in there, but it's the bread basket. Boy, oh, boy. oh no! I'm looking oh, right no. at the diagram right now. It's the bread basket. The bread basket is this... well. It's not over his junk. Okay, his belly is hanging over his junk. Okay, fair. Uh, because yeah, he's got a he's got a little bit of a an obesity issue there. There's a there's there's a weird. Um, horror element. Yeah, we were talking about horror earlier, or like like before we started recording, we were talking about how all, every kid's game could be turned into a Saw movie. But this one especially feels like something from like Seven, where a man has to like remove a lump of his, like like a pound of his flesh because someone is like like pointing a gun at his head, or like he has to just like have pieces of himself removed. Yeah, but the guy is pointing a gun at his head, going like, "All right, now take out your funny bone." <laughs> yeah, you know, and saying like, so wait, so is he operating on himself now? Because that could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty liberal use of that word. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, I mean, the yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you know, I think I think your original pitch was was a better one, to be honest. Well, he could also like it could be funny where you do it as a is like a magical realism kind of thing where uh, you, you know he's got. Like uh, he, like I'm looking at this diagram. He's got, he, he has an ice cream cone in his head, which is representing brain freeze. So <laughs> oh you could just uh, you could just have like Steve Carell eat an ice cream cone for a long like too fast, and then he like he gets brain freeze, and in order to uh, to stop himself from having brain freeze, literally cuts his head open and removes the 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 ice cream cone oh from his God. head. But uh, this is, yeah okay. But it's it's funny though. But yeah, obviously we would make it funny. Come on, it's interesting because uh, I'm gonna I want to pull back the curtain here for a second and just let the audience in on the fact that we did this episode before. <laughs> um, we've recorded it in the past, and uh, Harrison's audio got messed up, so we had to abandon it. And then that, that's actually long story short, we got the amazing ET2 episode. But when we were doing yep. this, it's all coming back to me now. We did Operation, and I remember now what we did. And I remember how amazing oh, it was. Oh, please, enlighten me. It, what it was was a movie about a doctor who was like a hack, like a quack. And uh, 
I think it was Steve Carell actually, and it was kind it was of- Steve Carell because that's the only thing, <laughs> and, and, that was the only thing I could remember <laughs> about the previous episode. But, but the story that we had come up with was that he was like doing like he was like a con artist basically. Like he would have somebody come in and he'd be like, "I'm afraid we need to operate on you," and he'd be like, "That sounds you have really familiar." Butterflies in your stomach, and then like he, he would have to he would have like all these like hack operations. And it's going to cost you $100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, like, just it. basically, like, taking their money from them and counting people out of money. And then finally, over the the course of the movie or something, he had this nurse who really believed in what he was doing and then found out it was a fake. And then, like, he he got... He then had to turn into, like, a real doctor and, like, save somebody's actual life. <laughs> and, and that's, <laughs> that's right. And that's why... Oh, my God. That's there amazing. There stakes to, like, the actual operation that he was doing, finally. But... Well, that's that's how you get in the actual gameplay, right? Because all of these, all of these like movie translations or television translations of games and stuff, you have to have that moment when, uh, like, like it simulates the actual game in some minor way. So you definitely have to have him with tweezers removing something. Oh yeah, because like you know, you basically have it. The, the whole movie is um, where you know he's a con artist, but he's got a heart of gold. And, uh, of course. And, the, and, and, you know, there's like a nurse or, you know, a, a, um, a doctor in the hospital who's ahead so of him. It's got to be his ex-wife. No, it wouldn't be his ex-wife. Well, that, that's possible. That's possible. That's one, t- that's one way you could take it. But you could also take it where there's like the, you know, like she thinks he's on the same level with her. And then he starts succeeding where she couldn't succeed because of his kind artistry. And then she finds out that he was a oh, phony the yeah. whole time, you know. Um, but yeah, but like the, but, but then the stakes are raised when, uh, later in the movie, like she gets knocked out and in, <laughs> in true eighties fashion, he has to jump in and do the surgery she needed to do. That's right. Uh, because- yeah. There's definitely a scene when he gets kicked out of the hospital for being a fraud and then sneaks back in to see her. And it just happens to be in the room when this happens. Either that or she's ready to expose him. And then like, you know, while they're talking about it in the, like a bedpan falls on her head and knocks her out. <laughs> <laughs> a bedpan? Yeah. Well, they're just in the, in Why, the Where, they're where in the was a bedpan closet. in that room that it fell onto her head? They're in the bedpan storage. Okay. Of course. Uh, yeah, they're arguing in a closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're arguing in the closet. They're very close together. It's very, very intimate and sexual. And then, uh, and then you know. The bedpan falls in her head, knocks her out. It's not full. I love that you picked the bedpan. I'm so happy that you picked the bedpan because it just completely blows all the tension of that scene when she gets brained by a fucking piss like pot. Well, there's no tension though. I mean, that's the thing. Like he, it, it, it's it's comically knocks her out, and then he goes, "Oh shit!" And he tries to wake her up for a little while, and he takes like he doesn't know what he's doing, so he's taking like smelling salts and all kinds of shit off the the things, but they're not actually smelling salts. They smell terrible. Or they're like uh, like hydrofluoric acid or something, and and uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a rough scene. So that sounds great. Um, is this guy's name Cavity Sam? <laughs> Does Steve Carell that's play a guy name. named Sam? Yes, because this, that's the name of the guy on the board. But you know, if we we're in a if we we're in a, like a writer's like a story breaking meeting, someone would be like, gotta get that name in there. Gotta get that Sam name. Like that's the brand. That's what kids identify with is that name. Well, yeah, I mean, so you, we would have to name the character that. You you uh, you come up with some excuse for him to be nicknamed that, and then he tries to make it sound God. cool. No, it's like oh fuck yeah. Well, it, this goes kind of different to what you were saying because he'd have to be exposed. He like he would have had to have been disgraced earlier. And that becomes his nickname, like the fucking like when uh, Harvey Dent is Two Face, and that that was his like disparaging nickname from off screen, like earlier. Like remember what they used to call me? They used to call me Cavity Sam because I was such a bad doctor. <laughs> Jesus. And then he just owns it. This is making me think that 
Cavity Sam or Steve Carell was the quack doctor, and then he comes up with all of these elements that aren't real. But in the end, in the end, he gets all of them. <laughs> 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 for that's the, the lead for the, the first movie. time, and then that's where the game of operation comes in. He's like, "You'll never." Oh man! So he he is stricken by like the dozen fake diseases. That yeah, he and then she has to operate on him. Got to remove my bread basket. And then it's just too much, and he just bleeds out and dies because there's just too many incisions to make. Well, no. What happens is, is yeah, she does she does them all at once, and then uh, and then his nose goes. Bzzz, but he has and to be awake fucking... for some reason, right? So he can talk to her while it's happening. So he's yeah, yeah. He's walking her through the, the surgery. Yeah. Well, okay. So how do we get the nose in? Because he can't have the nose the whole movie. What happens though, I think, is somehow we incorporate a clown into the actual <laughs> oh, no. uh, into the story somewhere. <laughs> Where that uh, the only he has a light up nose and like it's the only thing available. Well, he's, he was can... doing like a kids show, right, to make yeah, some money exactly. on the side. Uh, he happened to be dressed like a clown. Uh, no, no, no. There's really a clown in the, the kid... hospital there for like the kids with cancer or something. You know, like he's down the okay, he's down yeah. in the ward, uh, and and uh, he's a miserable fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like he, he he like the second like uh, he comes out of the the ward, he, he just starts smoking a cigarette and. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, he's every clown ever doing some meth. <laughs> okay, maybe not every clown. Jesus, <laughs> that is every clown I've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> all, they're all in meth. I haven't met that right, many clowns. That. How many clowns have you met? Okay, have you met a lot of clowns? Uh, dozens, and only sixty percent of them were doing meth at the time. You just need to uh, stop buying yep. your meth from clowns and others. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You've led a really weird life. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Bermuda's a weird place. People have known you for like seven years, and I still didn't know that. I had no idea you've even met one clown. Yeah, come to Bermuda. We have t- twelve plus clowns. I do apparently, not want to come to Bermuda. And eight of them do meth. <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with Bermuda now. <laughs> Fuck the tourism board is not pleased. Uh, so is this clown like the first? Because this is just a throwaway gag, right? Like, is this one of the first operations that Steve Carell's character like performs? No, the clown, or is he not even in the scene? No, the clown just has the nose. Like he's just like they have to go borrow it. You know, like they befriend the clown because he's there in the hospital all the time. That's so funny because I was thinking of doing it in a way that where, where the writer is trying to make it like actually seriously incorporate it for real into the scene. Like he's got some sort of mask over his face, and when he flatlines, it goes red and makes a buzzing noise. Oh. You know what I mean? He's got some sort of like 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 breathing apparatus over his face that lights up. I'm thinking of the dumb uh, Hollywood version where yes, yeah, well, yeah, obviously they literally translate of. it into they fully uh, yeah, and she nicks like a an artery, and he starts to bleed out, and then it goes from green to red, and it goes. Bang. Uh, uh, that's what Hollywood would for sure do. It's it's the grown up serious version. It's just, it's very important, you know. It's 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 a, it's a serious moment. It would need a. It's it's the gritty reboot of Operation. <laughs> Operation. I don't. I think that uh, we've already done one gritty reboot. I certainly wasn't trying to. Uh, no, no, no. Wasn't there, trying to there push was, it in that direction. There was the Jerry Lewis version, <laughs> and then there's this version, yeah. which is the gritty yeah. version with uh, uh, Steve Carell. Uh, no, Either way, no matter what, we got to cast Steve Carell. Steve Carell, if you're listening, can we get an operation going? Yeah, Let, we want to option you. Well, in fact, Steve Carell is one of our 60 listeners. <laughs> I, I actually did know that he was—he's very polite on on uh, social media. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a pretty sweet operation movie with Steve Carell. I'm so glad that uh, in both iterations, the guy's face reminded you so much of Steve Carell that. You invented the same fucking character. No, I just remembered that Steve Carell is the one we talked about last time. 
So I was hoping to recapture oh, okay. the magic. Ah, uh, well, fuck. <laughs> I don't think we did it, though. Uh, I think we did. What do we got next? What's the next game? We're going to jump it. Boggle. Boggle. Oh, no. That's going to be... No, it's not Boggle. No, that's terrible. That's, that's a, not even a fun game. Okay, well, let's just do it real just... quick, then. Um, there's a guy whose name is Franklin Jezelwiz. Jezelwiz? Okay, Franklin Jezelwiz. Jezelwiz. And uh, he wakes up one morning to discover he's... Yeah, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do Twister. <laughs> Yeah, Twister, I think, is a better choice. Than I love how you, got, you couldn't even get through the name. You gave up. <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you bailed out halfway the through character. the name. You didn't even get into the story. Uh, hero protagonist. <laughs> I couldn't really see a name uh, for, I think for the guy I think what could have been boggle. funny is that like, he ha- he, he's really, really good at spelling his own name. And that's how somehow he becomes a boggle fucking lord. Oh, man. But, you know what uh, it should be, really? <laughs> everybody's really good at spelling their own name. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mine's really difficult. You have four letters. Okay. Uh, what should it be? What should it be, Sean? It should really be um, about Wesley Snipes' character in Demolition Man, uh, Simon Phoenix. Oh, man! <laughs> because he says, what's, what's your boggle? boggle? Yeah. I want to I cut the movie right there and have him go into his like memories from being inside the cryo chamber for 75 years or 800 years or however long it was. Well... Well, they give you fake. Uh, they implant skills in you, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they taught. Uh, they taught um, Stallone how to knit. Right. So maybe st- instead of all the all the like, you know, uh, hyper fighting skills that they gave Wesley Snipes, he just looks really fucking good at Boggle. Yeah. Or in addition to the so when, the uh, hyper fighting yeah, skills. But like when it's all latent, it's all he's like a sleeper agent until somebody asks him what his boggle is, and then he goes, "What's my boggle?" And then he goes Woof, into his head, and all of that, all his latent boggle abilities fucking come online. He remembers all the simulated games of boggle he played. Uh, yeah, inside. Well, his dream state for the last eight hundred years has just been him at like a dining room table playing boggle <laughs> over and over again. Well, there's the movie. We're done. Our so boggle movie is also a sequel to Demolition Man. Yes. No, it's like it's oh like my happens. God. Let's do it, this. Is, okay. Well, shit. Now, now I want to watch that. Fuck. I, I would love to make a sequel to Demolition Man. We should put that on the list. I agree. I think that'd be fucking great. All right. All right everybody, go watch now. Demolition uh, you guys... Man, listeners, and then yeah. so you can know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> How dare you? Are you are you trying to imply that nobody I'm, watched I'm, Demolition I mean, Man in the nineties? No, I'm just saying. Make sure that you've seen it. I mean, you're right, but don't say that. <laughs> The more politically correct way to say it would be watch it if you haven't seen it already. Which it's an, it is an unappreciated, cla- underappreciated. You're right. Classic, I did get particularly politically incorrect. That PC yeah, with did. that with that request. <laughs> I apologize you're, you're by, a, by saying that no one would watch the movie. Yeah, just fucking chill out, would you please? Um, uh, well, great. So that's a great. Uh, bo- well, the Boggle movie would take place sort of in that span of time in Wesley Snipes' head, or is it? Uh, is it that's like the opening of him relearning all his boggle knowledge, and then it's a weird like side story of him being a boggle lord during the whole, during the, Demolition Man. Well, the whole movie could be about him uh, boggle. Like he's so good at boggle that uh, inside of his brain, like inside the tank for the, all that time, he won fame and fortune as a boggle champion, and it's his rise and fall, basically the movie. <laughs> That's what put him in prison in the that's first place. It wasn't blowing up like a, a bus film. full of children or whatever. Yeah, the subtitle of the film is um, 
Simon Phoenix, a Boggle, uh, this uh, no wait, Bo- the, the Rise Boggle, and Fall, the Bo- Boggle, the Simon Phoenix story. That's what it's called. I forgot that his name was Phoenix. That's what's, so stupid. What's my Boggle? The Simon Phoenix story. Oh my God! What's my Boggle? The Simon <laughs> Phoenix story. Yes, <laughs> we got it. I'm into this. This is fucking great. Cancel the rest of the episode. This is what we're talking about for the next hour. Oh, well, let's save it. We're gonna save it for the Demolition Man Two episode. Sounds great. Uh, this is yeah. This will be a one. This is a, sec- a secret two-parter episode, and the second part will just be us talking about Demolition Man for an hour. Yeah, the, it, Demolition Man Two, starring current versions of uh, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes and Sandra Bullock. I'd still see that. I would legit still see that movie. Oh, so would I. Oh, today. yeah. And when I, I, I would too. In a heartbeat. They would all have yeah. to go into cryogenic sleep, and go, we have to go another two hundred. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A oh, good call. Good call. Uh, Twister. Twister was the next thing on the list, which is gonna. This is gonna be wild. This game is. This is just a sex game. <laughs> this is just a game for sex. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the game yeah, itself, I, as it is currently exists? I remember that one from my childhood. Yes. Twister, the game of sex. <laughs> well, that, that was the outrage, right? That, I mean, I'm I'm joking, but like that was when that game came out in the 50s? Question mark 60s? I don't know when that game was made. Um, the outcry from parents was like, it's just a game for like to like, it's just a, a lewd game where people twist their bodies like all 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 of the like elvis uh, outrage of like all this these hormones flying everywhere and people contorting their bodies into lewd shapes Ugh, um that was definitely an outrage so this is like the so twister so movie just... we can make it it's like footloose yeah like nobody's, exactly oh man right. so nobody's allowed to have fun or oh shit kiss each other or touch that's amazing so the game gets invented in a small like town in like wichita right a small town uh, in wichita and yeah. everyone's like yeah, is Wichita a town? I don't know. I'm not from this country. The small town of Wichita? I don't know. There's a weirdly uh, incorporated district inside yeah. of Wichita. That is, yeah. is Unincorporated. Yeah. What state is Wichita Kansas, in? I think. Okay. Well, let's hope you're right. Uh, so, it's a, yeah, it's an unincorporated part of Kansas. Uh, oh. And it, it's a hit with all the teens. No, it's a, or no, it's, I guess it's, I guess uh, Kevin Bacon would have to bring it in from out of town if we're just stealing the Footloose mechanic, right? Stealing the Footloose uh, story. Well, Kevin Bacon is like, now the John Lithgow character. <laughs> in the oh, Twister, man. oh shit! In Twister, okay, so so it's actually a sequel to Footloose, where he's cool and like rebellious as a as a teen who wanted to dance, and then he grows up and gets like stodgy and old, and then Twister becomes a game. No, uh, the kids are playing, and he he fucking hates it. Nah, it's not in canon with Footloose. He, he's just uh, he, he's just, it's just very self-referential. Like it's it's got it. Yeah, we we know what we're doing here, guys. Yeah, we're winking at the camera for you. Yeah. So, so my question is: Is if are we just going to take that that um, that template whole hog? Like in Footloose, if I remember correctly, he he's an out of towner, right? Like he, he drives in and his car breaks down or something, and he starts dancing and getting all the youths up to trouble, and the and the parents outlaw it, right? It's because he comes into town. Am I right? I've never seen it. I don't remember. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, that well, then that's what it is. I think it has. I think he's like the new kid in town. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's like, but maybe okay. you're right. I haven't seen it in a very long time. I've never seen it, but I, I want that well, to be it now. Like he just shows up and just like his car breaks down, and then he doesn't even like ask for help. He just starts dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, okay, I was wrong. Uh, he is the new. He's a, he is that... the like city kid who moves to to a uh, small town. And the local minister, who's John Lithgow, has already banned dancing. Uh, it's in like Oklahoma somewhere. So he he is like the new kid in town. And so in this in Twister, he brings his twist. Are we referring to Twister as the game 
as it exists in real life, but it's a movie about that? Or is it like something weird and way more simple, like metaphorical? No, there's definitely a scene in this movie where uh, like there's like a sensual scene between like the leads, uh, the, the lead girl and guy where like they're spinning the dial <laughs> and like oh, putting their feet. So it's just like 16 candles seven just... red or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's a long. This is definitely out, an '80s movie, like, then. And, and like they're all, they're like looking at the stairs to see if their parents are going to come down. You know, they're, but they're just playing Twister. There's nothing more to it than that. Um, okay, perfect. This this feels very much like an '80s like Footloose or Sixteen Candles or whatever type of type of movie. But then they get uh, caught, and they the 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 mom uh, comes and like r- like rips the the Twister pad out from under them. And, and they take she takes it on the lawn <laughs> and in a dramatic display sets it on fire, like a f- well, it's like plastic. Yeah, it's yeah. like a big sheet of plastic, so it just like melts into their lawn. But it just doesn't work. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> 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 She's just trying to light it for two or three minutes, and then we just cut away. Uh, this sounds so good. I like the idea that it's it's totally just a game, and then everyone, uh, all the all the parents are up in arms about a dumb thing, and they have to like go to uh, a warehouse, so, like they have like illicit uh, twister parties in like a warehouse somewhere, and then they get caught. Uh, but how do how do they teach the, the parents that it's okay to dance or to to play to twist? Because that's the resolution of the movie. Oh right? well, here's what happens: the, <laughs> the mom doesn't burn the pad because it doesn't work. <laughs> And then uh, later on, like after she tucks it under the bed, you know, she pulls. <laughs> they catch the parents playing it. She pulls it out and she starts. <laughs> she starts like spinning the dial, and the dad is like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Shh, just come here," you know. <laughs> wait, wait. So they do turn it into a sex thing? Well, no. That's the thing. It's just it's just a, an allegory for sex, just like Footloose. I like the, really, like that's true. I like the idea that uh, the kids, and one of them is definitely played by Molly Ringwald. Uh, yeah, now? Uh, no. hear, yeah. Like, th- she plays a kid now. Yeah, now, yeah. At age yeah, 53 she, or whatever. No, this is an 80s movie. This is, this is an 80s movie. Or then she can play the mom, I don't know. Um, the, the, one of the kids, they hear like thumping and, and all the noise from, from upstairs. and like, oh no, what's going on? And they go up there and, like, and the parents are just playing fucking Twister and like falling over each other and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and they all share a good laugh. Yeah, it's good. Then the movie ends. That's it. That's the whole movie. <laughs> no. Um, then, the, then the parents have to like get involved, right, and like overthrow the minister. So they have to they have like they have a twister party at their house and they invite everybody. And then the the reverend. I love I love the like weird allegory that like like having a weird swinger party, but it's just like twister. So they invite all the other like stodgy parents over and they pull out the twister mat and everyone's like oh my god well they do it it's like drinking it's like underage drinking where they invite all the kids over because they don't want to be dangerous and then uh (laughs) (laughs) at least do it in my house yeah exactly yeah and then (laughs) and then uh and then like the reverend or whoever like uh uh breaks the door down it'll be kevin spacey because that'll be the only job he can get uh kevin spacey yeah kevin spacey uh Uh, okay yeah after all the you know sexual assault allegations they'll still cast him uh, in, this, That's a bummer. in this sexual assault movie, and hit- yeah, okay, uh, that might be a, a bomb idea. <laughs> <laughs> that might ruin this great idea of a movie if you cast well, the fucking whatever. It's not Kevin Spacey, but he shows the, the Reverend shows up at the house, and then they all stand up to him, and uh, and then he did they run him out of town? No, no, no. He just pulls his pants down and starts playing Twister. Everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> he pulls his pants down. <laughs> well, that's what everybody else is wondering. They're very confused. 
I like the idea that he continues to think it's a sex thing, but just is okay with it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. He just he, he realizes that it's actually innocent. And uh, I like he pulls his pants down and starts playing Twister. And everyone's like, no, Reverend, no, please put your pants back on, please. He's like, no, let's do it. Let's play some, let's get out. Let's do this They're thing. like, well, we're and happy to play like, no, Twister please. if you put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you play Twister, please. He just doesn't on. understand. You're, They're like, no, no, no. Look, it's a wholesome game. I'm, I'm cool now. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's have weird sex. No, seriously, that's not. <laughs> yeah. And like, are you sure you're a reverend? And he's, he's like, he's the new kid in town. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is a good movie. Yeah. It's got conflict. It's got resolution. It's got everything. It's topical. Okay. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Especially with the casting yeah, some awful yeah. people. Hey, right, that's three down. Let's keep going. Let's keep rolling with these video. These yeah, I don't know if Boggle counts as a full. Uh, one, I don't know. But... I want to see it. I th- I think we talked about Boggle longer than we talked about Twister. <laughs> that that's <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, we talked about Demolition Man longer, definitely. Yeah, but that's what's uh, my Boggle. That's that's still part of Boggle. Oh yes, the Phoenix story. Yeah. Is there a way that we can Phoenix? Is there a way that we can take this Twister and also at the same time use it to reboot? The 1993 or whatever film Twister with Helen Hunt built back. Oh man, Twister about <laughs> yeah, a fucking uh, like tornado. Well, both at the same time. It's the game and the tornado. So there's a tornado coming to town, and there's a time pressure on uh, getting everyone to leave the town, but they won't. Well, until what, what happens is they keep having to like dodge the tornado, and then they, like the, the army keeps calling out like, "All right, and, like like right." <laughs> <laughs> Right, right foot oh, red, fuck. and they just narrow every time. They just narrowly miss this like <laughs> Wait, this, this unruly is, cyclone I, that's just tearing through. Just, mean, hang just, on, is the, the board? Second... The board is just like the seventeen like hundred acre square of this town. Yeah, it's like that episode and it's just of like Battlestar regions Galactica, like a grid where they kept. Oh the, my uh, god! Where the I can't remember what the fucking aliens are called or the robots, but they keep they keep like warping and then like three seconds behind them. It's like in Last Jedi, like they can't outrun them. Like, they, every time they oh, work, they, they're right there, so they keep having to, like, call out these different places. So, it's, like, some military guy in a bunker somewhere with, like, a grid, and please tell me he's got a spinner, which somehow is, like, a, like a weather gauge, and it's color-coded. Yeah, there's a lot of magnets where the, like, the wind is going. <laughs> <laughs> and so, hang on, so, so no, I love this. I want to I wanna tease this out. So, is the whole town, like, running to a different like square on the yep. grid okay uh tell me what the difference between a town going there's to right foot red and a town right? going... there's like one family that's like the whole movie they just get keep getting lucky because they're staying at their house you know and then at the very end like oh the family God. has to convince them like we have to go to r7 no, you got you know? it yeah you got to go to right foot red yeah. you got to go that's the name of the of the of the quadrants like that's the name of the movie right red... foot red Oh my god. A twister, it the, uh, a twister story. Yeah. No, no, no. It's right foot red, a twister story, because then they're going to do left foot green, a twister story. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really good. Uh, uh, fr- we got, we got a, a universe to make. We got a franchise to make. Uh, every time we do that, we get it's too universe. good. And nobody wants to listen to it. That's true. <laughs> Fuck. That's true. Yeah, let's stay away from that. Uh, I love the idea that the 
there isn't like you have to place your hand on this quadrant. It's that's just what they've named the fucking chunks of the map that they have to run to. So like left foot green is next to you know well, right get, foot red. It's like four so groups. They just it's yell like it four out. Groups that, it, that that keep moving around as different parties. Like oh, so like different groups are like red groups. No, no, no. One's green green right group, foot. So like... One's left foot. The other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a yeah, army. And the, and the guy, this guy that's running it is called Head. Oh, he's the head of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is. Oh man, this fucking movie. So, so like, what happens? What are they, like? Is it is it like a a travel movie? Like, what, like no, it's how like a natural disaster. Go? It's just like a it's a tour de yeah, force. It's like, um, yeah, it's like a it's like a. <laughs> now that you've said that, it's, it's Twister. It's basically Twister, but if they they wait, I am a little confused about the tornado. Well, how could this be confusing? <laughs> <laughs> the tornado is really what, simple. How are they? How do they? Are they are they literally just trying to keep some people alive? Well, they, they don't. They, they keep don't having to move how? these people around. Like the twisters, <laughs> the tornado. The tornado <laughs> think, so is so unpredictable in its movement patterns. We could also, so we can oh. do a survival movie because obviously smashing two things together simply because they share a name is is the way we should make movies. Uh, uh, we could we could do the thing where they have to survive, but the other alternative is that we do the storm chaser angle. And it's like plotting out where the where the hurricane is going to be on a grid or a map or something. And so they're they're competing teams, right? There's like left foot and right foot, and these are com- teams like like in the movie Twister. There's like two yeah. different storm hunters, and they're trying to release their weird little like spheres into the into the t- tornado to get like yeah. data, which is the weirdest stakes I've ever seen in the movie. <laughs> um, so like they're they're competing groups, and the the they are each tracking storms and tracking tornadoes across you know a space and uh they know where they're going to show up so they have to go to that location before the storm gets right. there before anyone else gets there right because the whole idea is in twister when you spin the thing and it says right foot red everyone has to go to right foot red right they have to, everyone has to put the right foot on red so if like right foot red means that's where a tornado is going to be and all of these different teams like converge on this spot and they're all trying to do some <laughs> fucking storm chaser shit in the same location you know that's a good. You know we we can put a bunch of people in a in a in a location and have some cool uh, drama happen. You know, I'm, I'm for <laughs> okay. it. I think it's a really good idea. I, I I agree with you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna add to this by saying that the leader of all of the groups are named things like right foot red and left foot green. Yeah, because like right foot red is his nickname, like yeah, from perfect. the army. And then, like, Left Foot Green is also a nickname from the army. Because yeah, Gang Green. green. <laughs> You're going to say yeah. that. Oh, no. Yeah, and Right Foot Red That's is... awesome. Is, uh, his right foot is just redder than his left foot, you know? <laughs> uh, and so they call him Red and Green, you know? Like, that's their name. Oh, it's because when he was in... Because when that's they were great. in, like, uh, Vietnam or something, he used to kick people to death with his right foot, and they got covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his Right Foot Red. Like, exactly, oh, yeah. no, I wanted to be on, on, on Left Foot Green team. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I'm on Right Foot Red team. That guy's going to kick my ass. But he's, it's like, so but he's stirring. Right Foot Red is the yeah. antagonist. Yeah. He's just, like, 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 Left Foot Green is clearly the underdog. <laughs> what about, well, we have, okay, what also, about Left Hand Blue? Yeah, Left Hand Blue and Left Hand Yellow. We have to... Can't have two on. left hands. Come on. Well, oh, you're right. Right, right Hand uh, Yellow. Uh, they're the they're the joke teams, right? They're the ones that nobody even they're they're well, the teams that the protagonist isn't on that are just there to add flavor to the movie. Like they're not, they kind of show up, but they're not really the main thrust of the story. Yeah, they're like Hufflepuff. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. So left and Ravenclaw. Left hand blue. Are there a bunch of de- people who are depressed? And then uh, right, right hand yellow is a bunch of cowards. So they just never do. They just run away at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, yeah they just they, – or what if – okay, to establish stakes, what if uh, right hand yellow is the team just gets fucking obliterated? Like they die, right? Uh, he's like, no, we can – or like maybe the other – maybe it's blue because if yellow are cowards, they wouldn't push it. But no, like, no, no, no. They yellow push are cowards far, and they run away and that gets them killed. Right, yeah, they're like, no, no, hold, hold. They're like, we can't do it. And they bail, <laughs> exactly. and then they just go up yeah. in a tornado. Yeah, they all run out of the safe shelter because they're cowards. <laughs> oh, man, this is perfect. This makes perfect sense. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever talked about. Wait, in my I life. Was, Stop I was, doing that on the air. Come on. <laughs> I was going to wait until the end because I knew that it was not going to get air. any better. But I was going to wrap it up by saying this is easily the dumbest conversation I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, Thanks for listening. I don't know, man. I keep it's, I keep coming back to our uh, to our fucking Kellogg's episode. Well, that was here's the General thing. Mills. Come on, that was fucking it's ridiculous. In the top three of dumbest That's conversations true. I've had, but the other two are definitely on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. All three of the dumbest conversations <laughs> I've ever had have been on this podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, rate and review on uh, iTunes. We should have just uh, called this podcast Dumb Conversations. That's what we should have named it. Yeah, Dumb Conversations with a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought we were being really clever. Hey. Storied. When it... Yeah, it's the driest possible name we could have picked. We should definitely change it to Dumb just Conversations. Stupid fucks. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> dumb Conversations with Stupid I'm pretty fucks. Sure that, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that violates some rules. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we can, we, can, we, can, we can massage the language, but I like that. That's it's good. bold. It's just only uh, available on the deep web. Oh, perfect. So when you buy your like cocaine and uh, you know assassinations on you know <laughs> Silk Road or whatever, you can also get a sweet free episode of, of Story <laughs> at fuck. episode 21. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not called Story anymore. It's called Stupid You're Fucks. right, yeah. Stupid Conversations with Dumb Fucks. Uh, hey, what other awesome. board games? Thanks, this... <laughs> uh, we got Monopoly. We can do uh, the Game of Life, which is just a slice of life. Yeah, movie. it's like Boyhood. No. Done. Uh, <laughs> next, moving on. It's like that episode of Rick and Morty where Rick uh, Morty goes inside of the uh, that that game where he just lives an entire life. Oh, uh, oh shit, um, Roy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that episode, like that whole idea. I can't remember what they're riff- riffing on. I know it's a. It's a fucking movie or a television show or something that they're riffing on. But uh, that fucking sequence where, like, he wakes up as a kid and goes, oh, I was just a, a little boy. I was with an old man. And, like, that that person doesn't remember. They, they, they're convinced it's a dream. and They just live their life as if they had a weird dream. And then they fucking die and come back. Like, is the most fucked up <laughs> fucking sequence in that show, I feel. It's pretty messed up. Oh, man. So. Anyway, that's that's the game of life. Hungry, hungry hippos. Oh yeah, uh, that's a, police procedural. That's definitely like a, a Jurassic Park movie. That's what I was thinking. Oh too. shit, that's way better. Yeah, that's way better. Well, yeah. I, I think Hungry Hungry Hippos, a, a Jurassic Park story, is a good subtitle. Oh man, like, story. Like, as really if like good. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It's like a. They're trying to Indominus yeah. Rex these hippos. <laughs> well, the, their idea is that they think that they can they can make the, the dinosaurs more docile by breeding them with hippos. That, but twist though they it's oh that's perfect you know why because um the scientists like oh man like hippos like they're pretty docile perfect like in the way that they use uh, uh toad dna frog dna to fill in the missing gaps but secretly hippos are fucking aggressive and extremely dangerous and that's true 
Um, yeah, just none so of the scientists like, know that. Like they just chose. Yeah, chose for some reason, all of these appearance. biologists are not aware that that hippos are extremely aggressive and terrifying and will murder you if you get close to them. Yeah. So they're like, we thought we'd make more docile dinosaurs, but they made them way more aggressive than normal aggressive dinosaurs. So they now they're eating all our giant white pellets. These <laughs> giant hippos, right? That are like on two legs and have well, just also, like. I was going to say they messed up the coat, the the DNA sequencing, and then. Of course well, they now do. they just the more they eat, the more they grow. Like they don't have a max. They don't have yeah, a max size. man's hubris. Like they has just built keep the perfect eating machine. Yeah. The, oh my god, that's perfect. You know why? Because in the new Jurassic World movies, they have those fucking people movers that are spheres, and so they're <laughs> they're just eating all the people driving around on this island, and they're the white pebbles that you that the that the the hippos eat in the game. That's, this is just Jurassic people. World three. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it's a side story, right? Like it's it, like you said, it's a Jurassic World story. Yeah, didn't so this one sense, just right? come out? The, the new one just came out, didn't it? It's, I don't know. Is or about to? Oh no, it out. is out. You know why? Because Meredith just saw it today. Uh, I bet she loved it. It clearly made the, such an impression on her that you forgot that she saw <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's apparently really bad. Uh, yeah, but I believe it. But this is going to be way better. Our Hungry Hungry Hippos uh, uh, Jurassic Park story is going to be way better. Yeah. I, I almost said a different thing, but I didn't. Uh, so that's that movie. Done. <laughs> okay. What else we got? It's a quality oh, episode. That's, that's the whole movie. Yeah, that's the whole movie. Let's just wash our hands of the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, that seems fine. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> We could do a more graceful exit than that. I mean, no, we I'm had just uh, well, we had one long and three short, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good for board games, I think. Hey, thanks for listening to our board game episode. Uh, we got a lot of ridiculous fucking board game into movie or television show ideas there. Some of them better no, than we others. Ever. All of them, yeah, all of them are great. Uh, sorry, all of them are f- fabulous. Um, and that was that was that. So join us next time for another episode where we do something just as uh, insightful and witty. Thanks for listening. Storied is Sean Ainsworth, Harrison Pink, and Chris Rebert. And our music is written by Jared Emerson Johnson. To hear more about the show or to send us feedback, email us at storiedcast@gmail.com at or follow us on Twitter at storiedcast. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>